Hello, this is Swing. With a brand new dance, the safe computer swing. Are you ready? Let's go. To the clover, yeah. You need safety, girl. You need it daily, but no spyware. Why you trying to trace me? My computer don't got no virus. Throw it in the fridge, so cool and stylish. Ice cold, the screen just froze. Wake up, computer. Slide in a no doze. Wipe it down. Processor so hot, sweat dripping from the USB spot, gushing. From those microchips, let's walk up on those beaches. Your internet profile left me speechless. Wake up, wake up, start the day. Then look up in the sky and praise the J. As real as it gets, don't copy and paste me. Cause I use that computer safely. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at QuizzoPodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. This uh, also costs $30 on that same site you were talking about. Just a lesson to you folks. They aren't all hits. Can I go home now? <laughs> Nick, I'm wondering what if you know uh, where or who discovered that singer. The singer, the first one? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I know who? Do you know where she's featured? What popular television show she's featured from? She was discovered by the creator of a popular television show. She is an actual performer from New Zealand named Wing. Is it on one of these, uh, you know, tryout shows no, or whatever you call it? Is not it at all. Like a scripted show? Not at all. No, is it a scripted show? It is. Yes, it's a scripted show. Yes. Yeah. Not like X Factor in no. New Zealand or something no. like that. Right, like something you would never be able to get no matter what. Have I ever seen an episode of this show? Yes, you've probably seen like a couple hundred of them or a hundred of them. Wow. So it is a scripted show. Yes. That I like. Yes. Culturally relevant, as they say. Safe computer. I love the story. I could, when well, I read it, know, I was I, like, I, my mind was blown. You know, honestly, there was something familiar about it, but I, I absolutely <laughs> turned off my hearing. You were like, I got it. I don't know what I'm <laughs> so listening I was, to. But. I, I stopped 
like I just stopped listening. Dude, that song was a huge hit somehow because of what transpired, and it's just such a great story. I just love certain things are just hilarious to me for for very abstract well, reasons. I started, this is it. I started going into my own head and thinking like, is this a real song? Yeah, it's a totally is, real song. This is a hit, like because like now it's I, so it's officially over for me in pop music. Like if this is yeah, no, it's 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 like uh, like, like little Nas. I can't like I. You can't. You don't get it. You don't. I don't get it. You're not but a I'm not like. Guy. I'm, but I'm not like okay. I could at least. Well, you know what I like. I like that other hip hop song. You know which one I'm talking about. The the dude, other the other one that's dude. popular. Yeah, I sort of know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it or who sings it or how it goes or the words. Oh, it's good. That oh, one's yeah, good. Sure. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> uh, dig it. Is that what it's called? Is it dig it? Does that sound yeah, right? I think, I think so. Uh, all right. Well, save computer story is a little bit uh, less appealing. Um, that that singer Wing was discovered by Trey Parker from South Park. Okay. And that's that why I didn't know she was featured in uh, an episode. She is the Chinese food store owner's I would, I would wife, Wing, and like literally, she was, he, he saw her perform right. I guess or found some YouTube video of this singer actually going out there singing that song, not that song, but a song like that. Ah! And it was like, you gotta be like, she's fully trying to do this, and he's like, I gotta make her a star. So he put her in an episode. And that blew up because people okay. were like, oh. And to the point where she was mocked. So what year know. did that come out? Save Computer? Yeah. Oh, dear God. I, I almost I don't want to hit the play button because I'm scared to start it again. Uh, go to show credits. Written by Wing featuring Rappy McRapperson. I'm not even kidding. Uh, it does not say anything about it. It is basically blank info. Oh, okay. So this isn't something like that happened recently. I don't know. It's on. It's on the uh, Spotify. Uh, that's where I got it. But no, the article I read it. No, Wing was like ten, fifteen years ago. The character from South right. Park. Okay. All right. I got you now. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that. I like it. That was that was a quick little uh, little country flash. Anyway, I know that was a super annoying intro, but I just wanted <laughs> to point out that like. Uh, that beat was also purchased for $30 on the same site. And just because Lil Nas hit a home run doesn't mean you have to go around doing that. Did you see uh, Sebastian Maniscalco did the VMAs? He oh, was the... Oh, uh, I love him. Yeah, he kind of crashed. I mean, I kind of only talk about it. For, I only kind of no talk fault about the of his own. I, I mean, can you imagine Sebastian Maniscalco, though, at the VMAs? Like, it just seems like no fit whatsoever, right? What am I right? doing here? Yeah, right, right. What are all you, why did you invite me? Yeah, so he's like, he's like, uh, listen, for anybody who is offended by anything you, you, you hear me do, just go in the back. Because little Nas X's horse is back there as a, uh, what do they call those animals? Those, like, support animals. Support animals. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Little Nas X has a support horse. He's got his horse back there. <laughs> support, support horse. Support animal. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, let's get to the quiz because we've we've uh, beat the dead horse. Oh, and real the, quick, uh, have you seen Chappelle's new special? Yeah. He's got a new one, another new one? Not yet. Don't, don't root it. Me, I, I'm I'll, not gonna rule because I haven't had the chance. I'm probably gonna watch it tomorrow it night after the Packers game. It, it's on Netflix, yeah. yeah. But I watched. The, I couldn't help it. I just wanted to see like something of it, so right. I watched the first thing like, that he did. Yeah, and it's just 
Like when you he, see the first so, thing that he does, I'll be watching it as soon as we hang up. It is just might do it, might do it while we're watching the podcast and tune out of the podcast. I feel like there's just nobody else that can do he what he does in in this, just the. Yeah, he he is a absolute genius. His what, his the storytelling, the storytelling, the way he brings it all back together, his points along the way, his expression, everything's funny. Every the way he does everything is funny. Um, all right, we're gonna get into episode one hundred and twenty. What five, six, something. something, folks? We don't even know. We know when we save the file because it tells me, hey, you've already done one twenty-five, buddy. You got to do the next one. So that's how I figure out what podcast we're on. I think it's one twenty-six, maybe one twenty-five. Who knows? But uh, I will ask you this, and uh, I all I can tell you is that we live in a time where marketing is so prevalent. And it is so infused in our culture that we have absolutely even lost sight of how it affects us. And this is an unbelievable example of something that, in my head, I thought this product was a natural occurring product that existed in the world. I have my whole life. Okay. When I found out what it meant, I was like, what? So, I will ask you this. Rapeseed oil, which is not a good word... Is marketed under what name? Rape seed oil. Yeah. You wouldn't be rushing out. It's spelled like it is. Like rap. I mean, is it rap seed? But it's R-A-P-E. There's an E. You would figure if there was, if they didn't want the rape, it would be. I feel like I've heard of this before. Rap seed oil. I hope it's that. All right. So rape seed oil is marketed under what? What name? Do you know the story of the Patagonia toothfish? Yeah. It's Chilean sea bass. Right. My favorite fish. Yeah, because well, one of my favorite. when they did marketing tests, they said the name Patagonia toothfish, not getting positive results. It's a very ugly fish. And it, yeah, it's also a hideous looking fish, but right. it, is it, the, the, it is delicious. Right. So Chilean sea bass. Sounds good to me. Sounds beautiful. Just don't look at it. All right. Rapeseed oil. Oh, get your rapeseed oil. I hope it's rapeseed oil. I really hope somebody texts in or tweets in and says, you know, it's, it's pronounced rapeseed oil. I'm rooting for it to be. I just don't think it is. But you're saying it's not naturally occurring. No, I'm saying it is naturally occurring. Oh, it is but naturally what occurring. what it is sold and marketed under, I always thought was the naturally occurring product, but it, in fact, it is a manufactured name that does not mean anything. It is there to disguise you from the fact you are buying rapeseed rape seed oil. oil. Yes. In copious amounts. Hmm. Well... I thought I could have figured this out, but it doesn't seem to be happening for me. So I will say you are really could it, it can't be olive oil, right? No. Okay. That thank God is yeah. actually olives. <laughs> right. Can you imagine? You'd be like, oh my god, this entire <laughs> it time really it's not like even I'm, really because I've always wondered like how do they get the olive oil? Like you can't juice an olive, right? <laughs> right. Maybe so, are we what have yeah. they have they been have they been so are they really olive seeds? That's what I was thinking. Are they really olive seeds or something like that? Because right. that's Maybe always confused me. Rape seeds and, and like, you if know. If I put an olive in the juicer, I don't get olive oil out of it. At all, somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rape seed oil. <laughs> Is it DEET? DEET? No. I don't know. Canola oil. Uh, okay. Clo- I was close. I should have. I-, I was close with the olive oil. Yeah. So 
Canola, apparently, is, according to the Canola Council of Canada and Industry Association, it is the rapeseed mixed with a canola plant. Yeah, see, I thought canola was some kind of vegetable oil. Yeah, it's a vegetable oil, for yeah. sure. Yep, absolutely. But Dang, it is. I it was is, actually close to getting that. If I had thought of... I just, it, it is really not... The word not, canola just doesn't come to mind, uh, but no, I should have thought of that. No, there's these canola blooms, but... It has nothing to do with the oil that you I guess I thought, get. It I guess I thought it was maybe like a seed. corn oil or something yeah. like that. Canola. That's, uh, but that's, you know, genius marketing. All right, I got one for you. See if you can figure this All one right. out. This is, t- this is tough, but gettable. What was the first magazine to sell one billion copies in a single year? Oh. The first magazine... To sell one billion copies in a single year. Now think, do you think today would be the day that you would sell a billion magazines in a year? Hell no. Right. Right. Hell no. But there was a time. There was a time in our lives, right? Where magazines were the the thing. The reason I'm thrown off is they always said like the biggest magazines were the ones they gave away. It like, is not that. So it's not like the the uh, AARP. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, AARP. No, no, no. no it's, I, I said right here. What is the first to sell one billion okay, copies in a single is year? A definite, definite difference uh, maker. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm gonna go with time. All right, this is what makes this tricky. I don't think you think of this as a magazine the way that, like National Geographic. What like, is something that like almost everybody had? TV Guide. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's exactly what I meant. Yep. When I was saying, do you classify like the uh, home? But yeah, yeah, I get it. Because you get it every issue, and everybody was using it to figure out what's on. Yeah, and it's not free. You had no, to pay for it. you had to pay for it to get But it's completely obsolete once they came up with, with the, the digital thing. guide. But it was a point where everybody had a TV guide at their house, or else you didn't know what was on. How would you know what was on? How you know what was on? There's no guide running. Yep. Yeah. That's very, very interesting. Talk about something that was super popular, but once obsolete. Didn't um, TV the TV Guide by Jump the Shark from Yeah. That's who bought yeah, it, right? TVguide.com. Somebody yeah. said this the the other day. So I was at the beach and somebody said da 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 jump the shark. And then somebody else said, Did jump the shark jump the shark? Yeah, jump the shark, right? Jump the shark. I was like, <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. That's funny. As soon as John, John <laughs> sort of ended itself. So yeah. it's like, no, it's like yeah, we're gonna do a self fulfilling prophecy here and <laughs> Jump ourselves jump the right shark out here. has now jumped the shark. Um, okay, so this is a great story. I don't know if we really, if I want to get into it this time. Eh, I'm going to anyway. It, it's too funny not to talk about. Um, so within 50 years, either way, Nick, can you give me the first time a successful modern parachute jump was executed? I mean, modern meaning from an airplane? Not necessarily. Let's yeah, say, the fact that the range is so big. Let's say more than sense. let's say more than five thousand feet. However, you manage to get there. Mm. Yeah, so it's way earlier than you would have thought. So, say eighteen fifty. Oh, so close. Seventeen eighty-five. <sighs> so there's this great story. Um, God, I gotta get this guy's. Uh, I gotta get this guy's name. So. He basically was born uh, a couple of years uh, before the first uh, parachute uh, jump was executed in France, right? So he saw it happen. He was amazed by it, and he decided he was going to spend his entire adult life trying to perfect the parachute, okay? 61 years old, spent 40-something years perfecting this uh, mathematical design and equation to create this new design for a parachute that was sort of inverted and had these slits 
And the idea was that it was going to float a lot more gently and it could support a lot more weight, right? So you could literally go really high up in like a hot air balloon and then parachute down uh, as a safety mechanism. So he he hires this, uh, or he, he gets this uh, field, this famous field where they do all these uh, takeoffs and landings. Brings this huge crowd together spectacle. They line everybody up. He gets up uh, 8,000 feet. Guy's dead in 30 seconds. <laughs> I know where this is going. He forgot to calculate the weight of the parachute itself and his calculation. So when they hit snap, it just went, and <laughs> <laughs> just splat. <laughs> Bummer. Now, like, Alanis Morissette saying a lot of stuff I mean, about ironic. What percentage of the people there, though, were, were there to see him succeed? You know what I mean? This is, like, well, 70. I, I, life I, wasn't I worth to, shit back then. I have to kind of imagine. Like, I have to kind of imagine that that was the point. It's the like they originally, they right, for. they went to go watch people get eaten by lions. <laughs> they didn't watch them to defeat lions. Right. And when this guy says, hey, you want to watch somebody try to successfully yeah, navigate know. a parachute with three yeah. men in, in, you? in an yeah. apparatus? yeah. You? Wait, what does this guy do for a living? Uh, I don't know. He's some sort of butcher, but he says he's been calculating stuff for 41 years of his life. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in. What's the ticket cost? <laughs> I almost feel bad not mentioning his name. Like, we got to get it before the uh, uh, before the end of the podcast, because if you're going to go to that length to die, you might as well at least Frenchy. have. You know what I mean? Uh, Louis. No, he has a very English sounding uh, name for some reason. Uh, we'll, we'll get it very quickly. What do you got? Fire away at me. I'll do one All right, more a two for analogy. ten, all three for 20. Style oh, Robert question. Cocking. Robert Is there Cocking. a bit? Robert Cocking, the inverted parachute. Go look him up, folks. That's that. As soon as you oh, said inverted. By the way, he does have a trivia fact that first man ever to die in a parachute accident. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He literally is the yeah. first documented person He's to die. He's one for one he on is. parachute he jumping. Uh, oh, dear. I forgot to calculate. Right, two, ten, t- uh, two for ten, all three for twenty. I think two of these are easy. One is harder. We've really never talked much about this, you and I. Uh, what do the initials T E D stand for, as in TED Talks? Oh yeah, two yeah, for ten, yeah, all three yeah. for twenty. Those letters, TED. Tech. Technology. Education. Nope. Damn it. Environment. Nope. I got one for entertainment. Three. Uh, tech entertainment. You're not even gonna go for the D, okay? Uh, I thought that was the hardest one. But you think of like tech, part of that kind of I don't know. Uh, development, design, design. Okay, yeah, tech entertainment design. Yeah, I, I knew tech. <laughs> I guess I had. Uh, I had wasn't sure. Was. I, I, I didn't think entertainment or design. Yeah, that no. Had anything to do with no. it? That's. Uh, I'm glad that uh, that's asked. I think people wonder that. Is Ted a person? What is that? Right, yeah, like, Ted, Ted talks like some guy. Yeah. Ted talks. Who's Ted? Started talking. It's not. Um, all right, this is a more or less question, Nick. More or less than ten thousand. How many flies are there for each human alive today? More. <laughs> Seventeen million per human. Wow. You think we're not going to get taken out by the flies? Well, I, mean, I, I killed probably ten thousand flies a year. So, well, <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, if you're in a room and you're not surrounded by flies, you are beating the odds. However, we figured out to to get oh, to this gosh. stage. I started listening to uh, Boardwalk Empire on, yeah. on Audible. Awesome. How about the story of like when they got down here yeah. and they built that hotel, and, and then the one flies. season they got green heads and they, everywhere. And people were like burning their huts. Yeah, to keep the flies out away because it was so bad. Like writing letters home, it's like, like we thought it was going to be a paradise, paradise is a miserable hell. 
That book is unbelievable. Just wait till you you're gonna your mind's gonna be blown from it. Yeah, right, I'm loving it so far. All right, let's move on to um, sports. Uh, I'll start you off with one. This is interesting, Nick. Uh, in the 1960s, which sports balls were changed from their original white color so they could be seen easier on TV? Basketball? Nope. Tennis. Oh, tennis balls were white. Tennis huh? balls were white up until the 1960s. They were changed to yellow solely because they were able to be seen in color television. Because I was thinking basketball, and I'm like, they were always a black and white. So right. it just. Well, it's funny because I read an article about how the original Adams Family set was all pink because when it shows up on black and white, it was much clearer being pink. Oh, so, when they, so when they show the <laughs> scenes of them in the they're Adams in family, pink. they're all in this bright pink set. Wow, and it's like, great. you know, the morbid, uh, you know, Right, dark but that show. bright color comes from the pink. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Literally. What do you got? Sports. What country has hosted the most regular season NFL games outside the United States? Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, no, what country has oh, hosted oh, the most? Oh, England. Teams? England, yeah. Yeah, right. I thought you meant what team has hosted or has uh, been the home team for the right. most. Yeah. yeah. That, you know why that is? Why the Jags are the team? Isn't the owner of the Jags a big soccer owner Correct. in England? So the owner of the Jags is Sadiq Khan. They call him like the London Jaguars. Right. You know, like he, yeah, wants, yeah. he probably wants to move them to London if oh, he could. Oh, he, he doesn't probably <laughs> want to move them to London. He definitely yeah. wants to move them to London. And they said it's not far from happening because if you go look at this year's schedule, there are four teams that have a deeper travel than if they were in a div- if there was a division with a London team. Yeah, and it really, there's no difference between going to London or from the East Coast going to the West Coast. Right. It, the difference is that you have a division rival that's across the sea, right? So somebody in the in the AFC South, Indianapolis, Houston, Tennessee, London. Yeah, but when it comes to NFL owners and greed and opening yourself up to a market as big as Europe, I, I think they're gonna. I think I think, I think they're gonna figure out a way to just keep doing what they're doing without officially moving a team there. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the time's not right for that. Jacksonville's not underperforming to such a crazy extent now that, that you can justify moving them. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you're the Khan family, though, and you're looking around Jacksonville, and you're yeah. thinking, I could be in England. I you want to hear a story I just heard on the way over here real quick? <laughs> sure. I gotta, I'm That's like, why almost, we're here. I'm almost, I'm almost shaken by this, and you're a Jet fan, so it, this is going to be even more impactful to you. But I didn't know that this happened, and maybe you did. Do you know that... Uh, the Patriots had a deal in place with the Giants to move up to two to take Baker Mayfield. No. If Belichick loved Mayfield so much that he was going to move up to two and take him, could you imagine? So this is what makes me scared. He has no intentions of going anywhere. He is as active as anyone looking to replace 42-year-old Tom Brady. Sure. Could you imagine right now if he was sitting on Baker Mayfield? No, we'd be dealing with this all over again. So thank the Cleveland Browns, everybody, because maybe Belichick gets out of the sport. But if you think, he had Brissett. He had Garoppolo. Those guys are not. I think Garoppolo's better than. They're not a cut above. Not. They're not Baker Mayfield. No, they're not. That's even. That's what I'm saying. That's what's really scary. Like, sure. imagine the Patriots landing a big. But you know how they had all that arsenal of number ones or whatever? They were going to move up. To yeah, the Buffalo Bills just sent the Patriots a serviceable starting center for like a fifth-round pick. 
Yeah. Like, what, what is are you wrong with thinking? you? Russell Bodine. Why would you do that? Why would you give them but say it forever. If Idiots. Bill calls, do Hang not up. answer the phone. Hang up. I heard Mike Tenenbaum on the radio, right? So uh, Zig Fricasi's like, hey, Mike, uh, can you explain to us like what what's the thought process here dealing with the division rival? He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't get that one. Yeah, like, no kidding. He's like, we tried to avoid uh, dealing with them whenever possible. Like, Gosh. yes, that's how it works. Well, right, it makes sense why the Giants wouldn't care if they're going to get a haul and they're rebuilding anyway. I could see why they would have traded out of two. Nobody should help them. Right. It, it's not a right, don't but worry about your the situation. The only organization in the NFL that doesn't have that big brother mentality with them is the Giants because they beat them in two Twice. Super Bowls. Right. But, they're the only thing saving me from still watching the sport. I just All right. Can't uh, imagine that almost happened. All right. Let if, me, you, if you got one more, give it to me, and then we'll move on to geography history. Yeah, sure. I'm running out of time. Okay. Talking about wing all day. <laughs> Who is, uh, uh, where is Bob Stoops coaching? Kansas? What team is Bob Stoops the head coach of? Kansas? Nah, it's worse. Got any idea is how old brother, Bob Stoops is? Is his brother coaching Kansas? His brother coaches Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. That's and he had a I great meant. season yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. He, like, revamped that team. Uh, How old do you think Bob Stoops is? 60s, early 60s. Yeah, he's only 58. Okay, he was one of the best coaches in the world at one point. Yes, he was, he was clearly pushed out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Based on where he's, uh, like... Something happened. Oh, yeah, they said, we want Lincoln Riley. He's in his 30s, yeah. and you're 56, and yeah, but he had we're retired. getting rid of the... He, he was gone for... All right, so look into the story right? a little bit. No, nah, he was... Pushed out. He was pushed out. So what do you got? Where is he? Uh, Bob Stoops is your head coach of the Dallas Renegades. The what? The Dallas Renegades. UF or XFL? XFL. Hey, all right, that's awesome. That's hey, that's a pro that's job. A big time that's job. A pro job. I mean, that's a big time coach, dude. Steve Spurrier just coached in the AAF. Okay, he is one of the highest ranking college coaches ever. You cannot dispute what his credentials are. He has won the Heisman Trophy as a player. And the national championship as a coach. So, and yeah, he coached if, right if, in the if AAF. I'm a, if I'm a coach, if I'm a college AD, there's maybe only yeah, seven but, or eight guys right, I'd if, rather have than Bob Stoops. But if you're I, Bob I Stoops, you how... don't want that grind. The college season is an insane grind. You deal with, you deal with all of these issues that have nothing to do with coaching football. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to tell you, Bob Stoops coaches in college again. All right, but I I'm, think this Dallas Renegades thing just a is a prop to get to get a get a look. He, he, he's going back. I mean, I'd hook, I'd hire him. I mean, like if you're 58. Kansas, was the last time you won a home game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, Kansas right. is terrible. Right. All right, let's move on to geography history. Uh, Nick, in 1820, wonderful year to be alive. What percentage of the world lived in poverty? Was it 14, 34, 54, 94 percent of the world? The world, 94, 94. Guess what, what percentage, percentage now? Take it? a guess. 64. Nine. 9%? 9%. In the world? In the world. You So you want to talk That's about the me. difference. Extreme poverty, 1820, 94%. Extreme poverty today, 9%. If you don't think that's incredible so who, progress. Sally Struthers. I clearly, a cup it is of coffee 100% a day. Sally Struthers related. We have her to thank. <laughs> we do. I mean, sir, you don't the understand. The price of a cup of coffee. Five years of talking us that cup of coffee 
and all my 90 cent donations that have been coming on my credit card account since the 80s when those uh, commercials ran have clearly paved the way for a brighter future for that's society. Amazing. But that's a pretty crazy statistic. Like, What percentage in the U.S. of people are living in poverty? 4.9%. Extreme poverty. There is a difference in, in uh, you know, classification. So, Because gotcha. I, I don't know what the difference was extreme poverty versus poverty in 1820, so it's hard for me to tell you extreme poverty versus poverty now. But I do know that like extreme poverty, that sounds pretty bad. And if 1820, basically, you had a 6% chance of not being part of that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we came a long way in in 200 years. Right. Yeah. That's that's a, that's good progress. Let's not screw it up. Let's keep going. All right, let's see if you know this one. Uh in what city is the tallest building located outside of Asia? In what city is the tallest building located outside of Asia? Cuz cuz the tallest building's Dubai. And, oh yeah. And that's Asia. Yes. So, United States? What city? Uh, Chicago. New York City. Oh, New York. Oh, the uh, Freedom Tower. Freedom Tower okay. is taller than... I was going to guess, actually, the CN Tower in Toronto. I don't know why I even said uh, U.S. I thought the CN Tower was taller than Freedom Tower. Yeah, it makes sense. Is the CN Tower a building? Yeah, it's huge. But it's a building? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, CN Company. It's a company. Uh, oh, okay. I, I've right. seen lightning strike it. Because there's like towers out there that are just like towers. Towers. It's got an observation buildings. deck and the whole oh, nine yeah. up there. I've been to the top of it. So, um, all right. Uh, what does Switzerland, Paraguay, and Hungary have in common, Nick? Switzerland, Paraguay, and Hungary. They're landlocked. Yeah. Darts in a barrel. <laughs> That's my man. That's the intelligence that we bring to the quiz hotel. Like, what the? What are those red flag? They like soccer. No, they are landlocked land countries. Locked. You know what's great? Paraguay's got an uh, active navy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, what are you? Corrupt? I am a member of the Paraguayan navy, sir. That's I, like, I guard that river. That's like the uh, stadium we have in Atlantic City, the baseball stadium <laughs> we have with the baseball no team. team. Like somebody's making a living running the running Navy. The, you got no uh, boats. <laughs> you, got, you, got no, you got no water. <laughs> you got no water. You're landlocked. I'll just keep cashing this oh, check. No, man. We got, we got 12 little ships and a thing. And we, we got employees. We send out these. My, uh, my son's get, got a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he wanted, look, he came to me and said, Dad, I want to be a sailor. What's a father supposed to do? I can't be El Presidente. You're a tiny little country. Your people are in poverty. Why are you buying warships? <laughs> I, you know. You know. All right. Uh, you got one more geography history. I, I do. What's the northernmost city in the world with over 10 million people? The northernmost city in the world with over 10 oh, million people. Oh, this is going to be a crazy answer here. Just the way you asked it. So I'm already thinking southern. Well, let's see. London can be northern. New York City, Toronto. Does Toronto have? There's no way. None of these places have 10 million people. Cities? Cities. City with 10 million people. City with 10 million people. Tokyo? No. Rio? 
<laughs> no. Is, is this something like absurd? That's awesome. No, I wish. It's not that oh, good. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. no. It's like this is a like, cold weather country that has a uh, huge city. I mean it's really like a ten million oh Moscow. Moscow. Okay. Yeah, there uh, you go. They're wearing yeah. they're wearing four right. hats. Obviously. You know, drinking vodka all you know, day you know, stay it's, warm. What's funny, like you you had asked the question a couple of rounds ago outside of Asia. So my head just moved away from that. You're like, All right, everything tonight's outside of Asia. I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm done with Well waiting. Moscow is in Europe. Yes, partially. It's well, yes. Moscow's the, in yeah, Europe. Yeah, but Russia, Russia is, is partially Europe. between Asia and Europe. All right. Uh, let's move on to entertainment. Last round of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick, who was nominated for the Best Actress Oscar in 1991, 1992, 1994, before finally breaking through with a win in 1996? Susan Sarandon. Yes! Nick is Dead on walking? fire. Yes, that's what she wanted for. But she had a hell of a run of nominees. Yep. I think she was even nominated. Uh, Bull Durham was part of that that sweep. Was she really? I she don't know. Nominated I for mean, that? that's right in that time period. Well, you got Thelma and Louise. Louise for sure. For sure. Yep. Um, I don't know. Eh, whatever. I, Good for you, Susan Sarandon. All right, let's see if you remember I, this. I can't believe you got that that fast. That's a tough one. What actor starred alongside Dan Aykroyd in the film Blues Brothers 2000? Oh, Jesus. We're going to reunite. You're gonna get well, this is what's great. My two favorite movies growing up yeah, were Caddyshack Brothers. and the Blues Brothers. Right. I didn't even watch Blues Brothers 2000 after what they did to Caddyshack. Why would you? I forgot it, it even existed. Jim Belushi did it, and 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 uh, fucking uh, John uh, Goodman. John Goodman. That's that's the guy I was looking for. <laughs> I mean, come on, John Goodman. John Goodman. Strangely, that movie came out in 1997, which is tricky. <laughs> like, what year did Blues Brothers 2000? 1997. That <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. I don't know. I think they saw the script and they were like, "We can't even hold on to this." Let's just yeah, that's kind of that's kind of like this thing out of here. Uh, no. Yeah. All right. Here, here's a good one. Uh, the West, the Midwest, or the Deep South? Creedence Clearwater Revival originate from what location? Go one more. The West, the Midwest, or the Deep South? Creedence Clearwater Revival originate from what location? The West. Yes, they're all from San Francisco. Yeah. Despite the fact that they're they like the, the country, <laughs> yeah. the grassroots rock. You know what's good, great about them? One. You know how long they were a That's band? where multiple choice is good. Yeah. You know, you get a question out of it that you normally couldn't just. What am I going to say? Where are they from? Yeah. You don't know. Right. But they're all That's from San Fran. Good use of How long were choice. they together? Well, I happen to know that they played at Woodstock. They did. So they were together in 1969. That's correct. I wouldn't imagine that they performed at Woodstock and not had, say, at least two years under their belt. So I'll give them from 67 to 72. Five years. Yeah, they, they were together five years. You have the wrong uh, period, but you know what's crazy? Yeah, so 68 to 73. Okay. And you know what's amazing? Five of their seven albums were released within one year of Woodstock. Wow. So they recorded five albums, all of their iconic shit, in a two-year span. That's pretty impressive. And then they broke up and had a horrible falling out, and then and Centerfield happened. <laughs> right. And uh, rock and roll girls. Yeah, I like that one uh, just as Buffalo. much. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, maybe I, more. I think I found the song I want to end on. You got anything else? The last question of the game. Yeah, I, I got so much. I got to give you at least one more here. Uh, where do I want to hit you? 
I think, you know, there's a second Fogarty in the band. I think his brother's in the band. Did they also not get along? I think so. I think that might have been what broke up the Sometimes band. Sometimes the brothers are the ones that, the, between the, the Van Halen and I fear with the Gallagher the brothers. Fleet, but at least they got three brothers. And they have a sister. It's almost like that thing. The sister where, looks like the brothers. Well, it's, it's, it's like, I used to say, like, the most violent thing in the NFL I ever saw was the Joel Mixon punch because he didn't know the girl. Right. Like, in other words, only somebody that knows you can really get you that angry. Like, how do you punch somebody at you Burger King? You didn't even know. know. But, like, your brother, like, he knows. How to, like, you know get what I mean? your butt. Yeah. He's been torturing you exactly. since you were little. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the hound. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's it's exactly. That's the story they portrayed the whole time is brother revenge. Like, exactly. I'm going to get him one day. Okay. This entertainment question takes a little getting to. But we'll, we'll end on this one. This one takes a little What game. Los Angeles landmark was named for a World War II general and inspired a Donna Summer disco hit? This L.A. landmark was named for a World War II general and inspired a Donna Summer disco hit. Okay. This is a bit, this is, this is a lot to take in here, and I love it. You've, you've gone layers upon <laughs> layers, layers here. It's layered. So, you know, MacArthur is one general that comes to mind. He's the general you think of. Now, do you have a Donna Summer disco hit? Wait, did she do in the Navy? That's no, the no, village people, isn't it? I mean, it, for God's sakes, uh, Donna Summer disco hit, Ring My Bell? No, it's got MacArthur in the title. Oh, it's got my, then I don't, clearly don't know Okay, it's called MacArthur Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's I do know disco that. Yeah, yeah. MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park. Okay. MacArthur Park is in L.A. And oh, okay. Didn't know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, nor, was, nor did I. It was either I, I going to be was... it was either going to be uh, MacArthur or, you know, there's one other general everybody oh, Pat. knows. Patton. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of any Patton songs. Uh, not that I thought of MacArthur songs, but I thought maybe a Mac. Like MacArthur Park. You want to hear something crazy? So you know John Wayne, right? He's played Patton. Didn't he play Patton in a movie? Not that I saw, but <laughs> are you, George C. Scott. Is oh that yeah, the that's one right. George C. Of? Scott. Yeah, 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 never mind. So yeah, all right. So John Wayne, uh, but they won the Oscar around the same time as each other. Scott had the famous like he like had a big thing. He, he boycotted. Did, yeah, he the, boycotted the, the, the Oscar. But I think yeah. like a year before was Wayne's only win when he when he did. Uh, uh, Rooster, uh, what's it called? In uh, Rooster Coburn. Rooster Coburn. Right, right. So John Wayne played what historical leader, um, or what ancient historical leader on a film? You want it? So I, you want I could. I could give you the hint in the question that I give the crowd. All right, go ahead. Because uh, John Wayne played what it. ancient warlord on film? He played like Genghis Khan. Yes. They made a movie with John Wayne as Genghis Khan, and they Asianized his eyes. It exists, folks. Oh Go look God. it up. Go Google John Wayne as Genghis Khan. It might be the most offensive thing. We got to do it. We got to do a picture round of those. Like, find ten of those. Just That's absolutely. It. I heard ridiculous. that. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's impossible. That is unbelievable. Well, I brought it full circle, like Chappelle <laughs> Wang to begin with, and uh, then John Wayne is Genghis Khan. All right, folks, that does it for episode one twenty-five, maybe. Ah, uh, good song to end with after that opener. Yes. 
This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.